and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel, and this is a show where we get to talk about sports, we get to talk about business, and we get to talk about everything between wherever you're listening, however you're listening, you know exactly what to do. Like and subscribe on YouTube, five-star review on Spotify, five-star review, and say some nice things about me on Apple. But more importantly today, my incredible guest, I have Messiah Bright. She is a TCU Horn Frog, USA Soccer, under-23 national team call-up, Big 12 Freshman of the Year, multiple-time first team, all Big 12, Big 12 academic first team. I, the, the list goes on and on. Messiah, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? It's a great day to be alive. I appreciate you for hopping on, chatting with me a little bit about your career, what you've been up to, what's coming next, NIL. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff here. But, Messiah, the first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, why do you love sports so much? Um, I love sports just because I feel like it gives me a space to really just tap in and be myself. Um, I grew up into a sport oriented family. So, you know, we're always competitive with each other. Um, and my family just loves sports all to begin with, starting all the way down from the Cowboys. So, oh no. Oh yeah. You're in Texas. <laughs> Duh. Of course I should have, re- should have figured that one out. Yeah. But you know, sports has always just been a part of my life. Um, my father, played football and soccer um and my mom did volleyball grandma did volleyball so you know I just come from from that um I guess just area where I just grew up in so yeah I love it me too uh I'm not quite as good as you are or have ever been (laughs) but I always loved playing it growing up right we always had a lot of fun with it we always tried I mean it's what I do now like everything I do essentially is okay well Saturday I mean there's a lot of college football on so my poor Mm -hmm. wife gets to watch that and then Sunday I mean the Giants are on they're probably you know, we'll, we'll see what that next game against the Cowboys look like. And uh, all these past days, I've been watching World Cup. I'll be honest, I don't watch that much soccer. But if there's an electric yeah. matchup on, I am watching it. So yeah. everything I do is based around sports, and I can't blame you there. And it's it's inherent, right? I mean, you come from an athletic family. You guys are playing a lot of stuff. You're doing a lot of stuff. Did you ever expect, I mean, Big 12 first team All-American, All-American athlete and uh, academic first team All-American, Big 12 freshman of the year. Like what's it like getting into a sport like soccer and then seeing on a very very high level some of these accomplishments and accolades that you've uh, you've been able to uh, to to get through. Yeah, I think it just shows the power of the sport, honestly. Um, you know, I didn't think I or soccer would take me this far, you know, just with all the doors that it's opened for me. Um, but I think that's just the beauty of it and that the beauty that, you know, I hope other people can experience. Um, but I've just been so grateful and it's just been so, I guess, exhilarating in a way for it, for it to just open these mini pathways for me. And just, it's just going to get bigger and bigger, um, as it comes along. But yeah, uh, I mean, my dad knew he knows me like the back of his hand. So I guess you could say something about that, but yeah, I mean, just experiencing it and just taking it all in is, yeah, I, I can't ask for anything more. What, yeah, what is that like, like kind of being in the moment, seeing these things, right? It's very easy to look back and say, wow, that was awesome. But in the moment, like athletes are so head down, focused, like, no, I don't care about what happened. I'm only caring about, you know, tomorrow, the next play, the ne- you know, yeah. what, what is it like? How can you relish in these things? Like, are, are you accepting them? Are you receiving them? Or are you kind of almost like, uh, well, the next one will be even better? Yeah, well... I I think I am a player um, who doesn't really take in everything right away. Um, So I I, I would say that just this upcoming year, like I've been able to just actually just pinpoint and just look back on all of my accomplishments and really just take it in and like just view everything that I have done within my college career. Um, So, yeah, I – 
yeah, I'm starting to, you know, kind of get the hang of it. But yeah, it's always about the the next steps or what can you do to do something better? Like, you know, it's never just like sitting down and pinpointing like, oh, you did a good job at this. So yeah, I think I'm doing a great job of trying to acknowledge everything. I love that. Yeah. Doing a great job of trying to acknowledge. I really appreciate the language on that one. And I think it is important, right? Again, like athlete, your, 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 your brain is wired way different than mine, right? Like I, I, I get, I make one sale at work, dude, the rest of the day is off. The rest of the week is off. I absolutely crushed it. Right. But like, that's just kind of how my brain is wired. It's a little different. And it's cool to be able to talk to athletes like yourself where it's no, like, okay, that, that, that was nice, but like, wait till what, what's next right and then eventually it's going to kind of you know you as i think that's something when you get older you start to realize a little bit more like enjoy the accomplishments they don't they're not going to come around as often right there's things are going to start happening where it's not going to be as easy as it once was Uh, you still got a while till then so i'm not too too worried and (laughs) i am curious especially you know you being a college athlete during a very weird time in human history right obviously we've had this little this little thing happening over the last couple of years. Um, the 2020 COVID year specifically, 2020, 2021, depending, uh, you can give me more specifics and clarity on it. But I haven't really had the opportunity to talk to athletes about what that year was like, right? I've talked to some professional athletes and they still got paid. Yeah, there was some news and we saw that, right? But like collegiate athletes, there's still some things, there's still some huge ramifications. We're almost in 2023 from these seasons prior. Like, What was it like living through that? And, and what are some of the things now that you've seen come through where do you get that extra year or two or five of eligibility like and and making these decisions and understanding what all your options are moving forward yeah so I think when COVID happened that you know took the nation by shock um so it's not really something that you can just have preparation for I should say so I would say it, it was very challenging at first, just because of all the rules, especially in college athletics that you had to go through. So wearing a mask 24-7, having to wear a mask indoors 24-7, just something that you're just not used to with when COVID didn't even start or wasn't even thought of. So, um, you know, we did we did the bubble and we had to – it was more of like a sacrifice in 2020 when all of that happened. Um, so it was just sacrificing hanging out with your family, sacrificing – spending time outside of soccer. So everything I feel was just ingrained with soccer, soccer, soccer. It was nothing that you could really do besides, you know, put your teammates first. So yeah, I would say it was kind of challenging, but it was also fun at the same time. Um, at least you had a little bit of fun with it. Right. And, and I guess like, I mean, 2020, what are you like 19 years old, 20 years old? 20. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. That, that, that works out. I mean, that's yeah. gotta be so difficult. I remember when I was 20, right. My junior year of college and like all the stuff mm-hmm. that I got to do. And like it, it's, I feel so bad for, you know, stu- just all students, right. High school, right. college, you know, middle school. What was it like, as you said, like that sacrifice, like, was it, you know, when you do something a little too often, you're like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, this is kind of annoying. Like, did it ever get to that point at all where it was just like, this is, this is too much. Like, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Do I, do I even like soccer this much? Like how did you have those conversations with yourself at all? Um, no, I didn't necessarily have those conversations with myself just because I guess just the maturity rate that I had already. Um, I think the one thing that was just hard about it was just rules you know, no athlete likes to follow rules, you know? So I think that was just the most challenging part, not only for myself, but also for my teammates as well. So it was just having to make sure that we were all on the same page and that we were all in it together with the same end goal is what alleviated some of that pressure. Yeah. That's gotta be a little difficult difficult bringing bringing everybody 
in exactly. that direct direction. Oh, goodness. <laughs> so good for you guys. Um, I am curious. So you, you talked about uh, soccer and opening up doors for you uh, a couple minutes ago. I'm curious, what are some of those doors? Like, what are some of the things that this sport has allowed you to to do or, or invest in or be part of or, or become with? Yeah. Um, well, as you may know, I did get a call up from the U.S. Women's Youth National Team. Um, so that's always a good experience. I actually it's not my first call up. I got one in 2018 before I entered into my freshman year of college and I got a call up to go into sweet Switzerland. So that was fun and a good international experience. Um, so yeah, just being able to get called up again. Um, I just think it showed my hard work and obviously I wouldn't have that hard work without my teammates. Um, but you know, just being able to represent TCU outside of the form of TCU and on a national platform, uh, being around or like just surrounded by the greatest players in college and even like professional. So yeah, it was a good experience. I always take away everything that I've learned from that camp and to just bring it back and implement it into my game. Uh, and it also just, you know, gets me prepared for season when it does start. Um, but yeah, it's always, it's always a good, good experience to just be in that, um, scenery. What is it, right? Like, so you're, so you're surrounded by your TCU teammates all the time, as you said. You spent a lot of time with yeah. them. And now you get this opportunity to go play with an entirely new group of girls, an entirely new group of incredible athletes that are on, again, an insane level. What does that do for you as an athlete and saying, hey, like, this is – this is this is cool like you get the opportunity to learn and chat and maybe you're not there with them for months or weeks or even days right but what is it like to be able to just spend time with them and learn from each other in that type of situation yeah I think it's a it's a really special moment um you know some of the girls have been within the camps since they were young you know so they were all pretty familiar with each other um so I think when I go into camps, I just use it as a moment to not shy out of who I am as a player. Um, so I just use it as fuel. Honestly, this is the time where I can showcase who I am as a player and they can see who I am and what I can bring to the table. So I think that's what makes it what it is. You know, it's just I am. A, I just also have to think that I am just as good as the girls that are in this position because we wouldn't be here if it weren't the case. You know, yes, so. you're absolutely as good because you're there right yeah. with them. I think that's pretty exactly. cool. And and and. You say like right like you you don't want to shy away from the player you are. What's it like just kind of so as you said and I didn't realize like many of these girls are already are in these camps. They're very familiar with each other. They know each other. Mm-hmm. We're all on the same team, right? Team USA, right. baby. Let's go. But you're almost you have to feel like a little bit of an outsider in some way, shape, or form. What what was it like, especially those first couple times getting called up and getting into those games and realizing like wait oh uh, you know they're they're probably very used to and can close their eyes and know where the player is going to be. Mm-hmm. What is it like for you in those situations? Um. Well, in those situations, I'm just a player or just a person in general who is not very, you know, just comfortable with talking to new people. Um, so you're you know, not comfortable talking to new people. No, like you're I can, doing... I can tend to be shy. You know, we're doing great today. What are you talking about? This is awesome. I've grown. I've grown. Look at That's you. Cool. So when I went to camp in Portland, that was a goal of mine was just to, you know, make sure I get connected with every single player you know, in this, in this scenery, just because, I mean, I might play with them on the international call up. So it's just like, you know, you have to, you have to build connections and you have to build relations. And as I grew older, I just realized that, you know, that's something that's key to life just in general. So um, I think that was just one end goal that, you know, it doesn't matter how intimidating this girl may look, but you know, I could be thinking something way other than what she actually is and who she actually is. So yeah, I think that was just the beauty of it. And we all, 
clicked pretty well. Um, you know, they were all really nice. Every camp that I've been to, everyone's just been respectful. And so, yeah, and they just took me in under their wing, and I've just been taking everything in and just learning from it. So That's awesome. Well, good for yeah. you. Growth is very important. That's the coolest part of being about a human. We all get to change every <laughs> once in a while. So good for you, Messiah. I think that is awesome. Um, one other thing I want to talk about, right? So you talk about opening doors in terms of the national team, getting to meet all these people and the opportunity to travel, like, Sweden, Switzerland, whichever one you went to, it sounds amazing. I can't remember. I apologize. I'm sure it's a beautiful country. Oh, even better. Uh, so you had an absolute great time there. A- another thing that I think it, that, that's that been very important that's happened in college athletics recently is the, the opportunity of NIL, exactly. the opportunity for you to use your name, image, and likeness for your ability to make money because for some reason before that was illegal. Now, we don't need to talk about how corrupt the NCAA is. I can do that. You don't need to say any of it, Messiah. But I am curious – what when when that ruling was struck down when you had that opportunity what are some of the first things that you do do you just scroll instagram and be like i'd like to work with this company or are you reaching out to an agent like what was it like being in it like prior and then getting the opportunity what are where are some of the resources where are some of the things you went to learn more about this yeah so i think there's still um there's still some i guess there's still a thin line between you know women's college athletics and men's college athletics. So mm-hmm. I feel that once NIL came out, it was more of like shined upon on the men's platform. And it was kind of not really existent within on the women's side, in my opinion. So I feel like it was harder just to be a, a female athlete to find deals, you know? And there's, there's really like no structure behind it. Um, I mean, you could go into it thinking like, oh, I can get this deal with someone and then you can't. There's more steps that are involved, you know. Um, So what I did, I did sign with an agent for NIL. And I think that was by far the best decision I've ever made in my life. Um, When I was on the search for an agent, you know, I was told by, you know, some people that, oh, there is no money within women's college athletics for NIL. But when I found my agent, you know, she changed the whole pedestal of everything. So you know, anything is possible. I think you just have to really do your own research um, going into it. And then, yeah, just going from there. But she has been phenomenal within that area. And I think we've proved a lot of people wrong. And we we are continuing to make a statement uh, that you can make something out of this with NIL and women's sports and college athletics. So yeah, that's what I would suggest if anyone. I love it. Yeah. That is fantastic. So (laughs) suggest that. Uh, do you want to shout out your agent? Because we've yep, been saying that good. <laughs> what up, Mags? Let's go. Appreciate her. Um, I think that's awesome. And I think it is important, right? Like it, in the beginning, especially, yeah, it was all, oh my gosh, look how much college quarterbacks yeah. are going to make now. And it's still kind of, that's the discussion, right? It's like these guys are making multiple millions a year, depending on the school you're going to, right? Okay. Shout out CJ Stroud. Like shout out Bryce Young. Like These dudes are playing multiple. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Arch, Arch, Max Duggan. I hope that dude's making yep. a couple bucks. Well deserved, yeah. right? So, like, and and it is it is important for people to understand, right? Like, you have a voice, you have followers, you have people that care about you. You, right. I would almost say that your followers care about you more than you know some of these big time quarterbacks, just because right. you know TV deals and everything. So it's a little different. But how, especially in the beginning and and now working with this agent, what what is a like? What were those first few deals like? Like, what was it like when you got to sign your name and be like, you're going to give me money to talk about a brand that I like? Like, sign me up. Like, what's that like? That's got to yeah. be so cool. I think it was just, um, 
I mean, we knew, like my dad and I, you know, we both went on the search for uh, Maggie. And I mean, we knew that there was money out there. It's just the the simple fact of, okay, you just have to, I guess, believe. And I mean, that's one thing that she did. She just believed in the whole entire process. Um, she's really big on manifestation. So just having her positive energy out, out um, shining on, you know, just our dullness or like our doubts. Um, yeah, I think that's why we make such a good team, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. kind of counterbalances each other out a little bit. I love that. I am very big on manifestation right. as well. I'm very yeah. big on positivity. I love yeah. all that so stuff. When she, when she, you know, when she brought the first deal, it's just like, okay, like this is, this can happen. We can continue to keep this up, you know. And that's just we've been doing that for the past six months, and yeah. And awesome. then another one, and then another one, yeah. and then another one, Max. Let's go. And I know one deal that you're a part of, uh, TIAA. Uh, okay. Shout out to them. Yeah. Thank you to them. Multiple guests uh, this this company has allowed me to yeah. chat with, with women in sports and learning more about what you guys and girls go through, of course, or right. what you girls go through. Apologies. Um, talk to me a little bit about how, how this deal came together, what you're doing, and, and why you really wanted to work with a company like TIAA. Yeah, so um, that also came through Maggie. Um, shout Mags, out to Maggie. what's up? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think just for me, um, you know, coming or like a player in college that is looking to play play professionally soon, um, I never really knew. Like I knew there was an inequity gap, but I think just really just being in the moment of the situation is just like I think it just opens up your mind just a little bit more. Um, so my job during the campaign, I, along with the greats of soccer, like Abby Wambach, Mallory Pugh, Crystal Dunn, you know, um, I was able to just help bring awareness um, to the retirement gap that women professionally experience. Um, And I just also thought it would help encourage women to think about how they are planning for a retirement soon if they do, you know, decide to step in that gap professionally. And since I am doing that, I thought it was the perfect moment to just step into the shoes of what other women are going through, you know? So yeah, I, I really just embraced the role and I took it in and I just thought it was the most outstanding global campaign that I've ever been a part of. And I was super excited and fun to be a part of it. So that, that is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I think it is really important. I actually used to work in finance. Uh, it's not for me. Uh, so mm-hmm. I learned that pretty quick, but it is, it is always frustrating seeing things like that and understanding like, Hey, yeah. and, and you're young, right? So I'm sure they taught you in school once you might've forgot compound interest mm-hmm. is incredible. So anybody out there that needs to retire, start saving now, believe me, it's going to be well exactly. worth it in the end. But I think yeah. it's awesome that you're, you're giving voice to this. You're giving voice and allowing other female athletes and really just females or really just people in general to understand exactly. like, Hey, this is really, Really important pay attention to it let's let's try and close that gap is it going to happen overnight messiah unfortunately no but <laughs> but you keep doing your thing you keep telling people and getting them to understand hopefully the powers that be will allow us to do something like that right let's manifest that oh, yeah. for and sure we'll see what happens for sure it's def- definitely still some work but i think we're off to a good start yeah you're doing you're doing the work messiah we appreciate yeah. you for that <laughs> i think that's pretty important so um last thing i want to talk about before we get out of here is i mean the world cup is on mm-hmm. like literally right now it is yeah. an absolutely <laughs> incredible event i watch soccer essentially once every four years and it's specifically for this tournament oh the euros too those are kind of fun but yeah. watching team usa those first three games were so much fun tying england never been more excited for a tie in my entire life unfortunately they were knocked out but yeah. what is it like for you being in love with this sport for so long and then seeing so many little boys and girls getting to watch this, you know, middle of the day, getting to watch this opportunity and realizing 
these games will affect lives moving forward, right? Like these yeah. games will get people into the sport more. What's it like for you as an ambassador, just like the, you know, soccer, how fun and how excited do you get hearing stuff like that? Um, I get super excited. I mean, soccer, um, you know, it's always been something nationally, um, but just bringing, I guess the World Cup just helps bring a lot of people that don't know about the sport. Um, so that's also just another thing on why I love it so much is just the attention that it can grasp, you know? Um, you know, I've had friends in college here that's like, oh, when they watch me play, it's just, oh, I respect you more just because of what you've been able to show in the game, like, you know, and what you've been able to, um, show me how the sport can evolve over time. So yeah, that's one thing I, I really enjoy just watching great players, um, play their heart out and just bring, just show what soccer is in general. So yeah, it's always a good time when the world cup comes on. It's always something exciting and you know that the players are going to bring something different to the table, different type of style. Um, so yeah, gotta love it. Definitely gotta love it. Gotta love it. Shout out Team USA. Uh, we had had a lot of fun. Unfortunately, lost, but it was all worth it. Um, four more years, two more years for the ladies. Right? We get to watch them. Mm-hmm. Or you? Do we get to watch you, Messiah? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Don't answer. Don't answer. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 throw that manifestation out there. We get to watch you in a couple of years, Messiah. I think that'll be awesome. Um, where can everyone follow you on socials uh, in case they want to learn more about your story and more uh, more about some of the stuff you're doing? Yeah, for sure. So my Instagram is underscore mbright11. And then my Twitter is at Messiah underscore bright. And I also have a TikTok if they want to follow me on that too. But Drop it. M-E-S-S-I dot Messiah. So messy dot Messiah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Why is that not your handle for everything? Out of well, it, it actually used to be my handle for Instagram for a long time. But, you know, open doors. You have to make your page look a certain way. So I just went with the underscore in bright 11 so okay yeah <laughs> messy messiah i mean there's so many oh that's yeah. so great oh good yeah. well it's still awesome everything you're doing is awesome thank you again thank taa for letting me get to chat with you a little bit here thank today you. messiah this is awesome yeah. time's the only thing we don't get more of so thank you for giving me some of yours thank us the audience for giving us some of yours but other than that i hope you buddy <laughs>